shows, be sure to give us a like and follow. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Jake Dingus Show. Just a reminder, we normally stream live 6.30 Eastern on Reddit subreddit, The You Show. Not today. Special bonus episode rescheduled from before. Got Ben joining us from the History Voyager podcast. Ben, how are we doing today? Oh, um, well, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> but <laughs> That's good. You know, I, I'm not really convinced. You're, you're fine. <laughs> well, it's the way... I had an interesting podcast last night that I hadn't put up yet, but let's just Ooh, give it spill little deets. No spoilers. Give us little deets. Oh, I'll tell you. Um, I was on Twitter. So I did this one podcast yesterday with a dude that does a book blog. And so I was just chilling on the Twitter machine and I was like, I want to talk to somebody from Ukraine. Yeah, I feel like talking to somebody from Ukraine right now. So I threw out something on the Ukraine subreddit. And, you know, I had a lot of like, go to hell. I'd rather post shit posts. I'd, this is for, it's the Ukraine subreddit is so sad because yep. it's like you, you have actual people trying to figure something out, but you have a hell of a lot of people like posting shit posts, right? Yeah. So I actually got a person who wanted to talk to me. So they we talked, and it was there at 3 o'clock in the morning. We did it for about 40 minutes. Um, so, no, I, I'm fine, but, you know. Well, we've got lots <laughs> of stuff going on in the world. But before we get too, too much into that, let people know where they can find you and find your show. Okay. My show is called The History Voyager Podcast. You can find it literally anywhere you get a podcast. Um, you can find it on, except YouTube. For some reason, YouTube decided it was a podcast engine, um, which is strange. But I'm on Apple, Google, Spotify, CastBox. Somebody told me I was on some engine that I didn't even know existed until they told me. Um, so... I'm literally so wherever, wherever you get your content. Just as long as it's audio only. I don't do video. Yeah. Except with other people. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. 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 So, and if uh, so, you're on Twitter and let me see if I can. I'm on Twitter at the Sculpt at the Skull Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, um, as far as us, like this is mostly a comedy show, but like by, I guess, schooling for myself, I am a uh, history and social studies education major by trade. And um, I know my counterpart Dingus here, we love history. We love talking, you know, all sorts yeah. of stuff. So before we get into any real particular topics, what inspired you to want to do a history based podcast? Let's start there. And it started out as it started out as exactly that, actually. Um, I well, I love to exercise. Um, okay. And I basically used to, or still, exercise with a with a thing in my ear, with this thing in my ear, listening to shows all the time, constantly, I'm constantly listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I got into an argument on Twitter with the wife of a very large podcaster. And I will not say who that is on air because I do not want to, I do not want to start a... You don't want to alienate anyone. Flame war. But, um, 
I realized that I was actually right and, and she was actually wrong and therefore I should do a podcast. And then I went to the doctor for something stupid. Like, I don't know, a checkup or something. And the lady, the nurse, was really worried about COVID. And that's how I learned what COVID was. And I thought, I could do a podcast on the Spanish flu. Okay. that's. I mean, the, there are a, a lot mm -hmm. of comparisons, at least in... I, I know we didn't really talk about it on air much, but I know, like, with colleagues and that like yeah they're they're especially at the beginning there were a lot of comparisons yeah. between you know the you know the 1919 epidemic and covid 2019 even with the year you know <laughs> well okay so basically long story short so i did and then you to promote a podcast you go on other people's podcasts and mm -hmm. they would talk to me off air about their life you know and i'd be like shit, this needs to be the show. Yeah, This right here needs to be the sh shit. Let me do that. And so I did that. And I don't know, man, I was in the top 15 in COVID podcasts for a long while. I mean, oh wow. Um, I'm in the top 10% of podcasting in the world. Um, I mean, I've, I've been on the radio in Singapore. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I remember we were uh, we were talking about that prior to you coming on. So I definitely want to get more into that. But no, that's really you're yeah, definitely out there in yeah. a big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for, I'm, I am, and I like to laugh too. So I'm I'm actually a funny guy, but I'll I'll flog my show on anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know for sure, for um, sure, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So as far as, and I remember, why don't, it's a little bit of an offshoot, but like you're talking about, we, because we record video for this and then we eventually upload it to YouTube, you know, at some point it'll get out there. Um, but you were doing, and you, I think we were talking over Twitter, uh, DMing about this. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you were on the show in Singapore, you had to wear a suit for the video podcast. <laughs> Is that right? Well, not a suit. Like I had to like a shirt and tie. Wear a dress. I had to wear a dress shirt. I don't. I don't wear a tie for anything. She wanted me to wear a tie, but I was like, no. You're like, I'm probably I'm not, not gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not wearing a tie. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just different how they do. It's different how they do things over there. Like, it, it's the same. They got the same music we got. They got the mm. same right. But it's, it's like how, you know how like in this country these days, if you're wearing a suit, you're scamming boomers. Like literally, if you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it, fair. You know what I mean? Like over there, they don't. It's a, it's a little close to home here. <laughs> Someone wears over... a suit every day to work. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you a teacher? <laughs> no, I work in finance. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also with the scamming boom. No, I'm playing, playing, playing. Uh, kidding, kidding. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, so do you think it's just a, yeah. is it a, do you think it's a cultural difference there? Or like, so you were asked to go on the show and they're like, oh, you need to dress up for this. And you're like, I normally don't do that. 
she was a okay she was okay she was interesting even though like we don't talk anymore because i think she thinks we had an argument i'm not sure what she thought we had but um she was a a a lab she worked in a lab in france okay right and and she basically um she was from there originally singapore and she went home to see mom and then the and then the plague happened it was stuck there (laughs) and was sort of she was actually there illegally. Um, Jeez. She was, yeah. I, I feel it, like it, being an illegal in Singapore is a bummer. Well, it was really her story. Her stories were nuts. Like she, she was Singaporean ethnic. She was whatever that is ethnically, because I found out like there is no like Singaporean. It's like you're Malay and you're Chinese. Yeah. And you're, mm-hmm. Like yeah, she Singapore like, like a, sits in the middle of like a lot of Southeast Asian like yeah. cultures. She was like a she could look she looked like a Singapore native because she was. So yeah. the authorities didn't look too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, but she had to be careful. Like she had to be really careful. Which why are you on the radio if you're being careful? But yeah, that's a whole other question. Fair. <laughs> you know. That's another question entirely, I suppose. Yeah, and I think it's funny, like, speaking, well, okay, two Singapore stories. Uh, okay, one commentary, one story. Commentary, Singapore is a really, like, advanced city and is very Western in a lot of, like, their cultures and mm. customs, I mm. found. Mm. But mm. also, they're kind of... I don't want to say third worldish in their laws, but like they're from what I understand, the laws are really strict Very. in Singapore regarding like what you can and can't do. Yeah, you know? I remember chewing gum was it's, illegal at one point or something like that. Well, it's it's so strange. They okay, so Singapore, from what I understand, just from talking to her, like they had in the last sixty years, they had an explosion, like a capitalism just sort of took yeah. off. So when you say so, like you're saying they're they're Western, mm. that's just because they're capitalist as hell. That's not because yeah. like they're Western. It's because well, yeah, I, I guess they, they embrace you know economically they're Western. Yeah, 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 economically Western. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they're about as Western as China is in the have places. That's another thing I learned is talking to all these Chinese people. Like I really learned what China is like and frankly i don't think we need to be afraid of it yeah oh okay so all right why don't you um expand elaborate a little yeah yeah expand on that for sure because i think especially it seems like for us it was like the ussr was the big bad enemy for such a long time you know and then Mm -hmm. it almost like just transposed into china was the you know the big bad evil guy for the past i don't know 15 or so years yeah well okay so let me give you let me give you the ben kitchen's vision view of the world that i've acquired in the last two years that's Um, that's what you're here for (laughs) china okay so our country is going through a commercial explosion Mm -hmm but it's not apparent in a lot of places, like on a map, 
but it's apparent to a lot of people because like I saw the statistic the other day. It's like 20% of our country, like 20% of the humans in our country live on most of the land. Okay. Okay. Like, like yeah. yeah. Rur- rural America encompasses 20% of the population of our planet, of our country. Right. Okay. Right. So, so like where I live, like the basically the advertising world of earth decided to relocate to my city for reasons i'm partly aware of and partly astounded well by. i mean atlanta's a big transit hub you know i mean that that's been the case for okay. as long as i can remember number one airport well, yeah biggest i mean yeah yeah massive it's airport. Got, and it's it's got a huge airport but it also has like macon so below yeah. below me a town below me is called macon macon has the largest parcel airport in the world oh, okay so like and, fedex ups <laughs> yeah and the whole reason macon's airport is the parcel airport is so big is because there's a lot so okay when they set up our airport at the state level like administratively there's a law saying that that's the airport for Atlanta. So you have to, if you want to do anything else, you have to move that out of town. Outside the city. (laughs) Okay. Outside of the area. But so, okay. So America is going through this whole big Renaissance commercially, but there's a, but there's quite a few people that aren't aware of that. And there's quite a few other people that think they're not capable of, being a part of it but they probably really are okay so we also think we're an empire in decline um i think russia is showing us that we're not yeah Yeah. i mean if if anything (laughs) talk about you know i mean you want to talk about a plan backfiring remarkably woof or or just a great Uh, pr team that's built up yeah you know, this is this is great, how strong we are and then yeah, they actually like trick themselves into it yeah well sure okay so so that's what's happening so when you look at china 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 is a huge huge country with a whole lot of people mm-hmm. but most of those people live in cities and most of those people live in eastern or i guess wait let me rewind the, yeah eastern the, yeah, the yeah. East, yeah the east coast of china yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they, right. So, and I don't think their goal with us is military. I think their goal is like sell us televisions and because like their currency is, um, they have, so in order, so you're in finance. So the way the world works is, and this is, I learned from a currency expert. The way the world works is that we buy Chinese debt and they buy our debt and the world goes mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So China needs to sell us things for their economy yeah. to function. Right. So what do they sell us? They sell us TVs and phones. Everything. They sell us everything. We, well, we get main, all the shit from them. <laughs> well, the main things they sell us are like computers, TVs, and phones. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, irons and brooms and whatever. But, you know, you're not going to build a country off of a broom from Walmart. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So I feel like there's a joke about winning the sweepstakes with brooms. 
<laughs> Got him. Yeah, watch it. 20 years from now, you know, China was built on the back of Roomba. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> watch oh, it. Man. I mean, you know, I was wrong before. I'll be wrong again. That'll yeah. happen. That's true for all of us. Yeah. But, oh, so that's what's happening is our, 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 our society is our commercial we're going through a commercial revolution and it's very disorienting to a lot of people. Yeah. Like that's really it. And I think the the biggest thing I see coming down the road from this Russia thing is so Putin was pumping out a lot of disinformation into the internet. Mm -hmm. For sure. What happens when the bots go away? Well, so it's it's yeah. funny you mentioned that because I've noticed a lot less junk mail <laughs> since all this happened. You're like, huh, mm-hmm. funny, funny how that happens. Yeah, yeah. Less spam mm-hmm. phone calls, less junk mail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't, yeah, it's can't crazy pay the, because... Can't pay the, the troll farms anymore. No, yeah. Like, like Russia has <laughs> tried to and in some measure succeeded in meddling in United States politics for the past oh I don't know like 30 years at least in some form probably before I mean that's like with you know with the Soviet Union I mean that was there was tons of like there's movies about all Mm -hmm. the espionage that occurred between us and them so I should say for the audio people I'm I'm nodding the whole time yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep 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 um, do you think it's part of like a, I don't know, cultural ethos that we as the good guys have to always have a bad guy? So does that do we like look towards like there always has to be an Iraq or an Afghanistan or a China or a Russia or a Saudi Arabia or a Syria or whatever? Whatever the them is, because without a bad them, then we can't be a good us. Does that make sense? I think part of the country really wants to fight the other part. That I think yeah. part of I think honestly, part of the country really wants to go fight somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, like there's a lot of people on either side of whatever divide you want to think about who don't want to think how can I make it in this world? I just, you know, they don't want to think about how can I do whatever, you know, whatever. They just want to look at some bugabear and be like, you did it. You're the reason why my life is terrible or you're the reason why, <laughs> why this is whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's true for, I think, people too in general like i mean we see it you know a lot just in daily interactions like oh it's not my fault it's nothing i have to change with myself it's you know you you did something to me you're the reason i didn't get the promotion you're you cut me off you 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 you. so enter in then the military industrial complex and then then you've got uh yeah and also i think we didn't really have like our parents like my parents generation didn't really have a global economy to compete in like they didn't Mm -mm. there wasn't this thought of okay 
there was a thought of, okay, sure, you can go learn French literature and then you can magically end up in this whatever because there isn't some kid in Ethiopia or Egypt or Ukraine. Who's going to learn French literature? Hold up. What kind of career? But you you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't this thought. There was no competition. There was literally, yeah, right. Where now you've got like the guy, okay. So the dude that I talked to last night sounded British. Like he sounded culturally mm-hmm. like like cultured British. Like you'd expect him in a Julian Fellows. Like movie. hello, top of the morning to you. Bit of a whiffle, isn't it? Yeah, no, he sounded like your boss. He would sound like that guy's <laughs> boss. I mean, yeah, like, okay. that was too improper. That was a little too uh, ah, uh, gotcha. limey there for you. Like he- hello, how like a. Hello, yes, I'm doing fine. Yes, now it's... Oh, he's, he's got the bass of us. Hello. Good evening, guys. <laughs> right. He sounded exactly like if you took Clive Owen, but made Clive Owen the head of the manor. That's right. What he said. <laughs> what about and, you know, and I'm telling you, he must have been something back in the, back in the before time. He must have been something pretty impressive in Ukraine like I I kept wanting to talk about like what is your job but I kept thinking no like, don't <laughs> like I don't really that. want to know <laughs> don't ask him that <laughs> yeah it's like yeah only ask the questions that you really want to know the answers to ask the questions that can keep the keep the podcast going and not I really right. have to go now <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah. I got oh well that's that's all the time we have here please don't <laughs> Please don't come find me. Um, <laughs> you know. So speaking of the podcast, now I you, you talk about like a lot of your conversations have been like obviously COVID related recently. As far as you know, like saying the title "History Voyager" is there. Where do you think this time falls in the grand scheme of like historical times? Like I look at Ooh, you know. I lo- I love this question. Like, you know, look at the past, like, I don't know, we'll say from what would be like a good benchmark. Okay, actually, I have a good one. Like the the Donald Trump election, like whatever side you voted on, like that was a very divisive election until now. So we're talking a six year period. So looking at that six year period, where does that compare to, you know, like 1964 to 1970 or 1939 to 1945 or you know 1914 to 1920 okay so i have a story so before i give you my i have a master's degree and i've thought about this a lot answer i want to tell you a story (laughs) i want to tell you a story okay the last speech that i saw hillary give hillary clinton give yeah before election day 2016 i watched the speech and i was inspired and was you know i felt like yes this is our but she was talking about educating people she was talking about educating a new workforce mm-hmm. and then when i edited out edited out my feeling what i thought was no no because i i have friends that have amazing degrees, like truly astonishing degrees that had to leave that off and get a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
I the mean, there's lots of master's is, degrees working at Starbucks for sure. The problem, the problem in our society, if I had to say this is a problem, okay, is that we're not honest with people about the real job market. We don't actually tell people what the actual job market is, probably because we, we, we were supposed to let the colleges do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. and they, they've done a bang-up job so far. Well, they did for years, and then there was a... Okay, for example, this morning I was listening to the radio, and this morning there was a man on the radio that they were interviewing, and he said, well, I had to go to a two-year school for this because I can't learn this on YouTube. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, we don't really... I think it's a little better now maybe but there's not a great deal of push for skills-based education anymore and i think it's improved recently but for a long time it was like you have to you have to go to college you have to get that four-year degree otherwise you're not going to be successful Mm -hmm. so for the younger folks in your in your audience that that i was trained in a world before google like largely my my education largely came about in a society before Google. Before Google, you were expected to, to go to a library or whatever, or you were just mm-hmm. expected to recall that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just not any, it's just, and our education system never got honest with that. Yeah. And they never, they never got real with that. Yeah. And yeah, that also, you have all, the, you have all the knowledge at your fingertips right now i can i can tell you any fact about anything yeah right now well i have a google auction and that's a whole separate conversation i i I have a google campaign that's an entire separate conversation and that's the problem is that you got really stupid people making really intelligent decisions one of the things like historically that i think we did with this star trek level technology was we let we created a world where truly idiotic people get to make really, really important decisions about people's actual lives, their everyday, day-to-day lives, because they can just Google it. They can Google their way to competence. And we don't have that conversation because we don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation about what are we actually, like, who are these people? Yeah. They're creating these people are creating a world where they're going to have to train the two year olds. Right. Yeah. Right. When the two <laughs> and they, they're not capable of doing that. No, for you sure. Know, you know, um, so as far as where do I think we are historically, I had a guest yesterday. So the first guest who said we were this was the dawn of the Industrial Revolution. I think that undersells it. I think we are between, so the age of man where there was the hunter-gatherer versus the farmer. Mm -hmm. I think we're there because in five years, you're going to be able to have a virtual reality suit. And you're going to be able to go meet that person that you chatted with on Signal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how disruptive is this world? How disruptive to immigration 
all over the planet is this world going to be right <laughs> yeah once they're they're essentially we're all in the metaverse and there is no borders and you know well i mean okay so what if you want to take that relationship with that girl out of the metaverse and into the right. reality you know yeah yeah i I find and I guess like I kind of as far as relationships and digital relationships like I have a mixed feeling about that because like I'm currently in a sort of long distance relationship with someone I met online and she's fucking awesome and I'm really glad that you know I got to meet her and you know we got to meet in person and now you know get to spend like you know every weekend or every other weekend together but yeah what would that look like on a i don't know is it a i don't know if it's a good or bad thing necessarily i think it's just a thing and you know we're all we're all gonna adjust around and that's really what we've done like i mean there's been so much like we're in our mid 30s and like there's Mm -hmm. been so much technology that's shot up around like i mean i remember pre-internet and post internet and we just you know we kind of acclimate it like is it always do i find it weird sometimes yeah like i'm seeing shit that i saw on star trek like you know i don't have my apple watch on but it's like oh here's my wrist fucking communicator like, but you can still go to a library and pull out a card and system pull out a book and find the book with it well to me the crazy thing is this like to me like the thing i'm just thinking about is this like i'm thinking like so this computer that i'm looking at right now and this phone runs this podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm thinking, that's insane. But I'm also thinking, like, what happens when we quasi-formalize? Like, okay, Johnny, go sit in a room and learn about coding on YouTube. Like, you're going to have 18-year-olds making $300,000 a year. Right. Yeah, but is that a ba- is that a bad thing? It's not, and that's not. It's not a bad or a good thing. It's a. It's like a. It's thing. just a thing. Yeah. Right. So what happens to our society? And it's not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's cool. I'm saying it's going to be yeah. different as hell. Having a 20 year old making 300k as a coder, and you know, but he might not know how to tell time, or he might not know. Right. He might not know what the Roman Empire was. Right. And the yeah. next question is, does that matter? And maybe it does and maybe it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. That's my, my, like I, my I, nephew I, can't write cursive. He can sign his name, but they don't teach cursive anymore. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah, the big that's, thing. A, that, that blows my mind. I think that's a problem because you have to read the source documents. You have to. That's a really good point. That's a really yeah, good the point. source documents. And it's yeah. a lot you of cursive. Also, it's all cursive. Yeah. People wrote in cursive. Have, exactly. And I think that's a that's going to be a problem. And I think it's going to be another problem because we're not teaching critical, um, like critical thinking in schools. Hit the nail mm-hmm. on the fucking head. And that's like, okay, so this three hundred, this kid making three hundred thousand dollars a year. And that's another problem that I found because I have a podcast is our tax structure 
needs to change. I was interviewing these people. They, there's a tax bracket where you can have where you're you literally have to give half your salary to the government. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's For like sure. okay, we need to change that because you're going to be having now a lot more people making six figures mm-hmm. because it's the job market is like I can work in India from my bedroom, like I can, right. you know, and so this sounds like both left and right, but okay. We need to change our tax structure and we need to have some sort of healthcare situation because you're going to be working mm-hmm. in countries that have like, you know, you're going to be working in a country for Germany and Germany has, isn't going to have, give you healthcare because they have healthcare for their people. So, right. I, yeah. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's a valid point. So there, there I am. It's both left and right. Okay, so we got to figure, we got to figure something out. <laughs> We're some all somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle. So that, hey Ben, um, before yeah. before we get going, we gotta we gotta wrap in like about ten or so minutes here. But we like to end every episode with a little game. So I don't know if you're down for this or not. I got something a little I'm, different prepared. Ooh, I'm down. But uh, so normally I like to do brackets or over unders or would you rathers. But for this one, being a uh, history guy, I'm just doing a little trivia, a little did you know with Ben from History Voyager. So these are just some random historical facts that I pulled from bestlifeonline.com. And we're going to run through them. And I want to see. Uh, listen, I did not vet these at all. I don't really care if they're real because some of these are hilarious. So if you're okay. down, we're going to run through these. And did you know or did you not know? So the number okay. one, which I this is silly. Did you know that turkeys were once worshipped like gods? That does not surprise me. I did not. <laughs> but that does not surprise me. It says, the turkey is currently America's favorite part of Thanksgiving, but in 300 BCs, these big birds were heralded by the Mayan people as vessels of the gods and were honored as such, so much so that they were domesticated as roles in religious rites. They were symbols of power and prestige and can be found everywhere in Maya iconography and archaeology. I, I Wait, I, knew, I did know that. Now, once you said that, I did. I did actually like, know yeah, that. Was the Mayans? Yeah, they fuck heavy with turkeys. <laughs> That's news to me. Yeah, I just like thinking that. Uh, like, I have a visual in my head. Like, did you ever? Uh, did you ever see Gladiator? Uh huh. Okay. I, like, you had a Mayan execution, and there's just a turkey there in a dress, yeah, like all gold, gold adorned, yeah. and there's someone, yeah, the yeah. axe man's there, and it's just a turkey with a, a wing yeah. out, like, couple, couple. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this one I actually did know, and you may have known as well. Did you know that Paul Revere never actually shouted the British are coming? Yes, yes, I did. I did actually know that. So it's one of those, you know, things that's been, and- I guess, propagated through american history ever know story ride yeah go ahead did you actually know that paul revere did not actually like go as far as he should have yeah there was well there was two riders there's paul revere and i can't remember the other guy's name but yeah like revere basically got cut short yeah yeah um so uh, everyone knows their story revere blah 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 
Uh, it's meant to be quiet and stealthy since the British were hiding out in Massachusetts countryside. Also, colonial Americans still considered themselves to be British. Mm-hmm. I did All right. Did, did you know the Olympics used to award medals for art? Did not. Yes. I yes, did because, not either. Because let's remember, I grew up in Atlanta. And what did Atlanta have? Atlanta had the Olympics. Yeah, 96 (laughs) Olympics. So, yeah, that was obviously a big deal. But, yeah, 1912, 1948, the Olympics Games held fine arts. Medals were given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. I think they should bring that back. I mean, it's so weird to think, like... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a, uh, a a diathlon and then then go right into the uh, the art company. Go right into sculpture. Yeah, well, and the city, and the bronze for sculpture. So every city has um, an art exhibit that also had um, the Olympics. Like every city okay. has an art exhibit. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. Well, you have yeah, got that got that. Uh, was that cir- circumstantial knowledge? That'd be. So you were in Atlanta during the 96. How I mean that must have been pretty fucking cool. It was. I wasn't there for the actual games. I was there for right before the games and I actually okay. went to the dress rehearsal for the opening ceremonies. Like the walkthrough. That's was, pretty cool. Which was awesome as hell and I'm not, I I will never forget it and it was so awesome and I could we could have a whole podcast about me talking about that three hour <laughs> just event. talking about the 1996 <laughs> Summer Olympics. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you know that at one one time a hundred imposters claimed to be Marie Antoinette's dead son? Oh sh- um really? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because I fan I listen, I love the fanboy out on Mike Duncan's uh french revolution okay dive. so yes i did actually know that <laughs> yes yeah, that uh eight eight-year-old uh louis 17 was in prison and then never seen in public again his parents were executed in 1793 and afterward he was horrifically abused neglected and left isolated prison cell in the paris temple in 1795 he died of tuberculosis at 10 years old his body was buried in a secret mass grave years later dozens of men came forward claiming to be him because of a bourbon restoration and possibly successful claimant could potentially find himself on the throne of france all cap there yeah i I didn't know that yeah uh this i find hilarious did you know that one time napoleon was attacked by a horde of bunnies (laughs) no no i I did not know that it's like how how does so it's like the uh what was the killer rabbit from uh basically just going. yes yes <laughs> so the story goes napoleon requested a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men they rounded up three thousand rabbits when they were released from their cages and the hunt was going the bunnies just charged towards napoleon and started attacking him. that's amazing like oh yes man they're going on this rabbit hunt Lush is this so I read. Did you just make Daniel Napoleon did. German? Hold on. Yes, I did. <laughs> so I read Watership Down as a kid. So that was pretty cool. But yeah. Oh man! All right. Um, this I think I didn't know it, but it doesn't surprise me. Did you know that women were once banned from smoking in public? 
they were banned I from lots of things though so it's like yeah just add that to the list of shit i I, I did actually know that and i think it was there was like a man in michigan i think it was, it was michigan and he actually, there used to be laws you couldn't curse in front of women. Yeah. And yeah. There was a man in Michigan in the 2000s that was, he went to, he was going to go to jail for a long time. For cussing <laughs> in front of a woman? In front of, mm. uh, in front of, I, I think somebody intervened. I'm not sure. It's, it's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those funny laws. Um mm. This doesn't surprise me, but I did not know it. Did you know the government actually poisoned alcohol during the Prohibition? Yes. So during the United, the during Prohibition, United States, they literally poisoned alcohol to get people to discontinue consuming alcohol. But we were also making gin in bathtubs at the time, so like we we're kind of doing it to ourselves. Six and one, half and half a dozen of the other. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Did you know, and I did know this because I just read a book, Audible to Book, not that long ago, kind of about this. Did you know Captain Morgan was an actual guy? Yes. Yes. I, and this is a crazy thing about like history. And I talked about it before, like the time of pirates in the Caribbean is such a short period of time that like people think it's like dozens and hundreds of years like no it was like like all of the pirates in the caribbean was like 30 years that was it and we have like this breadth of you know historical fiction mostly but yeah that's so interesting he he was a real dude and Hmm. uh, yeah he was a privateer um exact birthday was unknown but died in 1688 was very rich he was a welsh privateer so there you oh, go. We have it. Mm. And I got one more, which I find pretty interesting. I did not know this. Did you know the Titanic owners never said the ship was unsinkable? Get out. Really? Despite what James Cameron's iconic 1997 film may have you believe, the owners never said that it could never sink. Historian Rachel Howell said that the population as a whole was unlikely to have thought the Titanic was as unique as an unsinkable ship before its maiden voyage. I saw the Titanic. There was a Titanic um, exhibit in Las Vegas, and it was really like they had the actual portion of the ship there. Super fucking cool. I saw like there's a Titanic museum in Newfoundland, I think. Somewhere oh, okay. in way eastern Canada. Yeah. And it's it I had to I had to take a minute. Like they they found some really sad things, like really sad stuff. Oh like yeah, sad. I believe it. I like believe it's it for just sure. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. not wanted to I don't know. Do I have a you ended on a sour note? Uh, yeah. I wanna no, I want a haha. <laughs> I, oh, okay. Okay. We're ending on a haha. We're ending okay. on a ha ha. Okay. Did you know? Always end on a ha ha. Always ending on a ha ha. Did you know that Pope Gregory the Fourth declared a war on cats? No. No. I, <laughs> I did not. Uh-huh. So, Those damn cats. In the 13th century, he said black cats were instruments of Satan because of this belief he ordered the extermination of all these felines throughout Europe. However, this plan backfired as it resulted as an increase in the population of plague-carrying rats. But 
<laughs> well, there you have it. Wow. Get out. So, so cool. that's, that's what you get for fucking with cats, Pope. You know? You know. <laughs> so, moral of the story, don't fuck with bunnies. Don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats. Ben, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for finally, Thank you. You finally, finally sorted out. So uh, be sure let the people know where they can find you at. Okay. My name is Benjamin Kitchings. I am the podcaster behind the History Voyager podcast. Uh, I started out as a deep dive in the Spanish flu and COVID-19. I currently talk to just people who interest me, basically, because I think this is a revolution that we live in. Uh, you can find me literally anywhere. Um, if you just the History Voyager podcast, just Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Chrome, you name it. Everywhere but YouTube, <laughs> pretty mm-hmm. much. <laughs> gotcha. Well, Ben, thanks for coming on. Thank Guys, you so much. Always be sure to give us like and follow too. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Jake Dingus Show. Just a reminder: we normally stream live on Thursday subreddit the You Show. Ben, it's been a pleasure. We value and appreciate you. Oh, one more thing. Uh, yep. My Twitter handle is at Skull Podcast. So if you want to. Be sure to give them a follow, people. Be sure to give them a follow. Be me. All right. Thank you, folks. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Ben. Thank you, sir. It was was a pleasure talking with you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll let you know when the episode comes out. Awesome. All right. Take care. All right. See you, Ben. Take care, sir. Bye.